welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. U.S. Virgin Islands Port Authority and Royal Caribbean unveil development plans expected to cost $150 to $200 million. China, Latin America, and Caribbean states to deepen practical sci-tech cooperation. New reports state short-cycle programs can help boost employment and economic recovery in Latin America and the Caribbean. Driftwood Capital acquires Sheraton Old San Juan Hotel in Puerto Rico. And Barbados farmers say sweltering days are killing their birds. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Thursday, September 30th. We start our report today in the U.S. Virgin Islands. The Virgin Islands Consortium reports that the U.S. Virgin Islands Port Authority and Royal Caribbean unveiled what was deemed the biggest announcement of this year's event, a multi-year port development deal that the consortium learned will cost between $150 to $200 million for enhancements at the Austin Monsanto Marine Facility in Crown Bay, St. Thomas, and the Anne E. Abramson Marine Facility in Frederickstead, St. Croix. The announcement was made at this year's Sea Trade Global Cruise Industry Conference held at the Miami Convention Center. The VI Port Authority Director, Carlton Dow, who spearheaded the deal with the Royal Caribbean counterparts, opened with remarks that lauded the agreement, whose current phase is a memorandum of understanding as a major victory for the territory's cruise tourism sector. Royal Caribbean CEO Michael Bailey spoke of his long ties to the territory, spanning 40 years in September. For the Port Authority, the MAU bolsters the U.S. Virgin Islands tourism products, specifically the cruise sector component. For Royal Caribbean, the agreement extends a 10-year deal inked in 2016 with the VI Port Authority and gives the cruise line preferential berthing at the Authority's marine facilities in Crown Bay on St. Thomas and Frederickstead in St. Croix. The Royal Caribbean Group wants to expand its presence in the U.S. Virgin Islands in St. Croix and St. Thomas, said Joshua Carroll, Vice President of Destinations Development at Royal Caribbean. The agreement will focus on community integration, ensuring that we have local businesses that are really able to prosper and grow as a result of our guest traffic here. It's going to focus on upland development to make sure that our guests have an amazing time and then sustainable development to ensure that everything we build minimizes any impact on the environment and is able to really add value to the overall ecosystem, Mr. Carroll said. As a part of the agreement that gives Royal Caribbean preferential berthing at the marine facilities, Crown Bay will be expanded to allow berthing that includes Icon and Quantum class ships, along with the development of a third berth. On St. Croix, Royal Caribbean will work with the government to expand and develop visitor experiences to bolster the island's struggling cruise sector. 
Bahamanews.net via Genoa News Agency reports that China is willing to promote the establishment of a China-Latin America Sustainable Food Innovation Center and Technology Transfer Center to deepen practical sci-tech cooperation in dealing with global challenges, said China's Minister of Science and Technology, Wang Jingan, on Wednesday. Wang made the remarks at the second forum of science, technology, and innovation of China community of Latin America and Caribbean states. As a new round of sci-tech revolution and industrial transformation is booming, the COVID-19 pandemic, climate change, and food security are common challenges we face, said Wang. He noted that the two sides should promote relations with sci-tech innovations and cooperation to build a community with a shared future for mankind. Wang said China and Latin America should enhance the synergy of their innovation policies to promote cooperation in various fields. The two sides should also deepen cooperation on COVID-19 research to build a line of defense for public health security and facilitate the transfer and commercialization of sci-tech achievements to enrich bilateral cooperation. The community of Latin America and Caribbean state members are willing to deepen cooperation with China in fields such as agricultural science and technology, biodiversity protection, clean energy, and exchanges of young scientists and engineers in order to contribute to tackling global challenges and improving people's well-being. The forum is hosted by the Chinese Ministry of Science and Technology and Foreign Ministry of Mexico, which currently holds the rotating presidency of the Community of Latin America and Caribbean states. Heads of science and technology from more than 20 Latin America and Caribbean countries delivered speeches online. The meeting adopted a joint statement on the forum. My View News reports that according to a new World Bank report, short-cycle higher education programs, SPCs, such as technical degrees, tertiary careers, and advanced vocational training programs can be a highly effective tool in times of crisis such as the current COVID-19 pandemic when millions of people across Latin America and the Caribbean need to acquire the training and skills to urgently join the formal job market. The pandemic hit the region severely, causing an unprecedented economic downturn and a sharp drop in employment and production at a time of important transformation in the world of work. In this context, SCPs, which are usually two to three years programs oriented to the labor market, could help boost employment by offering a path to relatively quick and well-paid job opportunities. According to the report, Fast Track to New Skills, Short Cycle Higher Education Programs in Latin America and the Caribbean. 
countries in the region should promote the expansion and quality of these programs in order to benefit a greater number of people and generate rapidly the human capital necessary for economic recovery and growth. On the regional average, SCP graduates earn 60% more than high school graduates with no higher education. The report also shows that SPC students graduate at a higher rate than bachelor students, which is especially relevant given that bachelor dropouts account for about half of the individuals that start higher education in Latin America and the Caribbean, and that on average, SCP students come from more disadvantaged backgrounds than students from bachelor programs. Short cycle higher education programs have significant strengths, including the ability to respond fast and flexibly to labor market needs. They also benefit from the fluid relationship with local businesses and often assist students in their job searches, said Maria Marta Faria, a senior economist at the World Bank, one of the authors of the report. In order to increase the number of short programs and improve the quality of their educational offer, it will be crucial to implement the appropriate policies. This will allow short higher education programs to reach their full potential. Examples of these policies are providing and disseminating information and outcomes, costs and returns, for all programs, correcting funding inequities among students and program types, holding programs accountable based on student outcomes, and facilitating the accumulation of credentials and flexible academic pathways. According to the report, the right policies, institutions can offer better programs, students can make more informed career decisions, and individual businesses and economic needs can be met. Hospitality Net reports that Driftwood Capital, a vertically integrated commercial real estate investment, development and lending platform specializing in hospitality, announced that it has acquired the Sheraton Old San Juan Hotel, a 240-room hotel retail complex in the heart of Old San Juan, Puerto Rico. Driftwood intends to undertake a full-scale renovation of the property and convert it to a tribute by Marriott, making it the only branded hotel in the historic district. It will be managed by Driftwood Capital's sister company, Driftwood Hospitality Management, a national hotel operator with over 20 years of expertise. As a part of the renovations, Driftwood will also unveil a new concept for the hotel's second floor restaurant, which overlooks Old San Juan Harbor, with a goal of creating a vibrant social scene that will draw in both hotel guests and cruise ship visitors. Barbados Today reports that some Barbados poultry farmers are being plagued with increasing mortality and stunted growth among their chickens due to the sweltering temperatures of the past summer and questionable animal husbandry practices. 
president of the Barbados Egg and Poultry Producers Association, Stephen Lane, disclosed that while larger, more established poultry farmers have technological systems to protect their stock, dozens of small farmers are losing thousands of dollars in investments. Earlier this month, Barbados Today learned of growing frustration among the community over the issue, which was initially blamed on quality of feed. These suspicions, however, were ruled out during a meeting earlier in the week that included officials from the Ministry of Agriculture's Veterinary Services. We were able to narrow it down very much to the very unseasonably hot days, Lane told Barbados today. The feed has been meeting the standards and pens that are able to keep cool, or the newer tunnel pens have been seeing healthy growth rates and low mortality. Lane revealed that while there are no indications of shortages on the market associated with the debts, many of the affected farmers are new additions to the subsector who invested thousands after losing private sector jobs to the pandemic. The industry is bearing a lot of stress from that, so profit margins are down and the cost of everything has gone up. The cost of energy, the cost of water. Going forward, the farmers have been urged to improve their farm management protocols to include various cooling mechanisms and frequent supervision. And finally, now Grenada reports that Grenada's Minister of Agriculture, Land and Forestry, in collaboration with the Ministry of Trade, Industry and Consumer Affairs, engaged the Grenada Association of Poultry Producers and other stakeholders and has identified a number of interim measures to address the shortage of eggs on the local market. Preliminary information has confirmed a shortage of eggs, which is attributed to the widespread impact of the COVID-19 pandemic, which has had a direct influence on business continuity within the poultry sector. Given the increasing demand for eggs from the hotels and tourism sector, as well as individual households, some interim measures will be instituted. These measures include collaborating with the Ministry of trade to allow for the temporary importation of eggs to help alleviate the current shortage, partnering with the Grenada Association of Poultry Producers to conduct an assessment to determine the level of readiness for egg production, assisting the association to return to pre-pandemic production levels, engaging stakeholders of poultry subsector to develop a mechanism to mitigate any potential future shortage of eggs. The ministry assures the public that it remains committed to its mandate of working with all stakeholders of the poultry subsector to create an enabling environment for the sector to thrive. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Thursday, September 30th. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com and follow us on Facebook.